Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Trisha's podcast, Words of Life. Today, I would like to dive into the following topic to all my ladies out there, but why not all my gentlemen out there? You know, this can be a message for both. Um, but, you know, being a woman, obviously, I'm coming from a woman's perspective and I'm coming from a female point of view. Um, but I'm sure that if you're a man, you can benefit from this as well. So I don't think that this is like gender-based. But anyway, long story short, what I want to talk about is today to not settle and to not settle for less than you deserve, less than you are actually worth. And uh, and I think this is something that we kind of tend to forget once in a while and we tend to um, underestimate our own value and worth um, because uh, sometimes we're getting uh, tired of, you know, uh, waiting, tired of, uh, you know, hoping and having faith for the best, particularly when we advance in age, you know, particularly as women, we think, oh my God, my options are now even, you know, less and, um, you know, the, the, the pool, uh, is getting, you know, more and more like smaller and it's shrinking with every year that, you know, I advance in age, but I'm actually here to tell you that that is bullshit. Okay. Let me just say it as it is. Um, I mean, obviously in a way it kind of, um, has some type of truth in it but at the same time i think we shouldn't allow anything you know i don't care if it's age or whatever it is that you think is kind of limiting your options to actually allow that mindset to take over okay and to never put it above the truth of god and his word and whatever he says and um you know and if you know who you are and you know your identity and you're settled in that and you know your worth and you have self-esteem and self-love and self-respect and you know your value and worth as a human being, as a woman, as a child of God, you won't compromise. You won't settle. And and that is no arrogance. This is just divine confidence where you just know that you know that you deserve better. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to keep it completely real as usual. I'm going to keep it 100% real and 100% raw and really as it is, you know, um, from my point of view, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and obviously I'm going to focus on relationships, particularly romantic relationships. I'm also going to talk about friendships and family and whatever. I'm going to talk about work and, you know, all of these things that are areas where we can tend to actually settle 
and settle for less than we actually uh, are supposed to have, okay? So let's start with romantic relationships. Why? Because that is probably the most uh, frequently asked uh, area or the most sensitive maybe because, you know, as Christians or believers in general of any faith, you know, we just have that tendency of not wanting to compromise when it comes to our faith. And so obviously we um, look for like-minded people. You know, we look for people that believe the same things that we believe, uh, that live by certain principles and values, you know. So obviously we don't want to settle when it comes to that. So that's the first thing, you know. Uh, as a believer, you should never uh, consider even the option of settling with someone uh, in a romantic relationship that, you know, should lead to marriage at some point. Um, you should never settle with a non-believer. Why? Because that already is predestined to just fail and go wrong. And yes, there are some, you know, exceptions and cases where it did work or it's working but usually it's it's almost predictable to 99% that it's not going to work and I'm not even going to break this down why because I think it's pretty obvious why but anyway <laughs> let's move on to the next reason why you shouldn't settle uh, apart from the fact that I think that the, the, the most dangerous uh, factor in settling with someone who is not a believer and not a person of your faith is going to put yourself on a high risk that you might lose your own path of faith, that you might lose your relationship with God because you're going to be uh, derailed and distracted and you don't want to risk that because your relationship with God is the most important thing on the face of the earth, okay? is the most important relationship you have on the earth. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's why, you know, you cannot risk that. Apart from the fact that if you lose your relationship with God, you risk to lose your salvation with God. And, you know, you don't want to spend eternity in the absence of God's presence. You don't want that. Anyway... Moving on to the next reason. Um, also, when we tend to settle, you know, for whatever we do not truly desire or prefer or need, we risk to not be fully content and fully uh, fulfilled and happy, okay? And, and that's another factor that is so crucial. You cannot be with someone where you know that you know this is not the best. This is not what you actually need and want and desire. And that, you know, can be broken down to the most superficial thing, which is looks. Yeah. So the outer appearance then character, personality, uh, values, principles, you know, what makes the whole person. If it doesn't tick most of your boxes, 
if you have a list, I don't care if, if it's a mental list or it's a actual written down on paper list, whatever you you have as a list, if you have one at all, but you know what you like, you know what you need and you know what you want. So obviously if this person doesn't tick most boxes, because usually, you know, I say if it ticks all boxes, well, that's a miracle. Okay. That's incredible. But if out of 10, let's say 10 points, it ticks seven to eight, girl, you're more than happy. That, that's going to be definitely enough. Okay. We have to be willing and able to compromise on certain things. We cannot be too stiff when it comes to, you know, our preferences and our list, because we have to trust that God knows better. Okay. Let's say is let's start with the most superficial thing, which is the looks. Yeah. So if, if let's say I, I'm going to obviously take me as an example again, you know, my preference is, you know, to have a tall guy, for example, you know, so the taller, the better. So between six foot and six, four, you know, I'm the most happy. Okay. That, that is just my ideal, you know, uh, tall, like length, whatever, you know, that, that's the thing that I, I, you know, yeah, that would be perfect. Okay. The, the taller the guy is, the better it is. So, and then obviously the, you know, uh, the, the, the physical, um, body, which is, you know, the, the more it's athletic, the more it's, you know, with muscles and, you know, you can, you can tell that the person is working out. You can tell that the person is fit and healthy, the better it is. Yeah. So, uh, the more you, you ripped and, and shredded, the better, the better it is in my opinion. That That's my preference. Okay. So, and, um, when it comes to skin complexion, I do prefer dark skinned uh, guys, but again, I'm open. So I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to date a white guy or any other ethnicity. So for me, I'm very open to whatever ethnicity it is. I don't really care, but obviously I have my preference and it's definitely melanin. Okay. The, the darker, the better. Okay. So, um, and then, you know, that, that's, that's just the, the physical appearance. Okay. So, but when it comes to, you know, my preference, I don't want my preference to hinder God from bringing whatever person, whatever husband he has for me. Okay. If he is like, let's say five, nine and, you know, and, um, I don't know, he, he, he is from another ethnicity, you know, beside my preference, whatever. I, I'm open to that. You know, I would never say, Oh, you know, if, if he's, uh, uh, you know, Asian or if he is, uh, from Turkey or if he is from Brazil, I would never date him. That's BS. Okay. That is really, first of all, it's racist. <laughs> Second of all, you know, it's very limiting because again, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, the skin complexion doesn't matter. The ethnicity doesn't matter. What matters is much more profound. And it is personality, character, values, principles. Uh, what do you believe in? You know, that these things are important. And they, these are non-negotiables, okay? Non-negotiables. When it comes to values and principles and your beliefs, these are, to me, non-negotiables, you know? I am not going to date someone who doesn't believe in God, who, who doesn't have a revelation about Jesus, who doesn't... Uh, 
you know, walk in, 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 in godliness, I'm not going to compromise on that. And trust me, it's very hard to resist, you know, the temptations that obviously the devil sends you on a daily basis. You know, get, I get approached quite a lot, you know. Um, I mean, I, I don't just get the looks from guys. I, I get approached quite a lot. And I'm not even joking here, okay? So I get approached quite a lot. And, you know, I'm not even doing anything. You know, I'm just walking around and I get constantly approached by guys. And, and usually it's non-Christians. And that's so annoying because, you know, there's no judgment. And obviously I'm not being, you know, disrespectful or rude to them. But clearly, you know, um, I know from the get-go that it's not going to go anywhere, you know. And, and, and even if I start talking to them, you know, after a couple of days, you know, I already you know, discard them because there is no way this is going to work out. Because I know as soon as I mention my faith, you know, they just going to, you know, um, yeah, we, we're going to understand both that it's not going to work because I have certain ways of living that applies to the word of God, which is, you know, living in purity, waiting until marriage, you know, um, there are certain things that I just don't do as a Christian or that I do as a Christian. So, Again, this is just, you know, not compromising and not negotiable for me. So, and I think if you are a believer or a Christian, obviously, you're going to agree with me on that. But anyway, so um, then, you know, um, there is, you know, when it comes to friendships, for example, let's move on to friendships. You know, same thing, you know, if people are not an asset an upgrade and someone you can actually learn from and grow with, you know, what are we doing? Okay. So if, if, if you are not adding to my life in a positive way, you know, where are we going? What are we doing? And that applies to romantic relationships, to friendships, to family, whatever. And again, family obviously is not, replaceable you can't you can't just you know just take people in and out of it's just not possible right family is family period and you just learn to get along with it and obviously there are people you connect with more and you interact more and people you do less because you if, if then again they're being a liability rather than an asset you know if you can't, you know, move on from those people or you cannot really remove them out of your life, then you have to learn to tolerate them in a way that you don't interact with them as much, you know. So that's that's one way to deal with it. But when it comes to friends and partners, I mean, you choose, right? You choose, meaning that you have the power to actually either walk away or remove people and, you know, but again try to do it in a in the most you know respectful and decent way sometimes you can walk away quietly some sometimes you can actually have a final conversation and put closure to it it depends you know you have to really understand is it really worth it for me to actually have a closing rela uh, a relationship sorry uh a closing clothing um oh come on close sorry, a closure uh, or a final uh, conversation with this person or not? Is it really worth it? And 
you know, a lot of times I find that it's not even worth the conversation. So I just, you know, close it and move on. I don't, you know, this thing of I always need closure, I had to get rid of, you know, because sometimes you can't have closure or you choose to not have closure, you know, uh, for whatever reason. Okay. So this thing of I need to have closure with everything and everyone is such a BS attitude because that holds a lot of people back. It keeps you stuck in a position you don't want to be in. Okay, so I need you to move on from that mindset and say, you know what, I don't always need closure all the time. You know, is it good to have closure? Yeah, it is good, but it's not needed all the time. You can have closure by yourself. You don't need the person or the group of people to have closure necessarily. And particularly if you are an influencer, if you are a leader, listen, you cannot afford to waste your freaking precious time with these kind of things. You really need to move on. You really need to put closure and move on. Move on. Okay? And closure doesn't always look the same. As I said, sometimes you don't need to have that closure conversation. You don't need to have an actual closure with that person. You can have it by yourself. You know, just do and say whatever you need to do to get over it and just move on. Move on, you know. You can't afford to waste your time like that. So, um, and again, friendships are meant to actually, you know, build you up, to upgrade you, to be an asset. And obviously, it's a give and take. You know, it's all based on reciprocating. You know, it cannot be just giving, giving or receiving, receiving. It has to be a give and take. It has to be a natural flow of both, you know. So that's another thing. Um, and when it comes to, you know, work and jobs and whatever you choose to do for a living, again, um, you should have something ideally that you really love and you're passionate about. And if you can't do it right now, think about why, okay? And, uh, or if you can reduce your job that is paying your bills to then, you know, in your free time, do whatever you actually want to do and focus on that uh, and would love to do full-time, try to do that. If you can't go like straight away full-time into whatever you love to do and you're really passionate about and that's your dream, then why not start with reducing your job and, and going part-time? That's what I did, you know. I went from full-time to part-time First for, you know, to realize my dream, but also to, you know, get healthy again. So, um, so I had two big motives. So, and I'm still working part-time and it works fine for me. So now I'm able to, you know, work on my dream, which is to become an inspirational global speaker, keynote speaker. And not only, you know, I want to be an artist full-time, but, you know, speaking, inspirational speaking is one of my goals and I'm already doing this basically, you know, I'm trying to build that and obviously through the podcast, um, reaching you guys, which is already amazing. And obviously my goal is to, to travel around the world and really uh, be, be a, a global key speaker, you know, so, um, and inspire as much people as possible. And, uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's me. And then obviously, you know, um, I think what is most important is to understand 
who you are, your identity, how much worth and value you actually have as a as an individual, as a person, and uh, and then there you actually set the tone. Here you understand, okay, what I'm worth, what, what my value is, and why I should not settle for anything or anyone that is not worthy of who I actually am. And again, there's no arrogance, it's just divine confidence. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.blogspot.com. trishabritannia.blogspot.com. Thank you and have a lovely day.